2025 going to be like 2021? Because 2021 almost, almost broke like, us. I almost quit. Welcome to What in the Wedding, a wedding planning podcast where we help you expect the expected. That's right. We said expect the expected because while you probably don't have a lot of experience in weddings, we do. So sit back, relax, and listen to us chat all things weddings. Enjoy. We're back. We're it's a new back. Year. Woo! Ah. We're rejuvenated, revived, alive. Alive. I'm alive. 2023 wedding season is over. It is. It's like I always feel a little sad because I'm like, oh man, it was I can reflect on like all the good things and great things and funny things, even mm-hmm. like some of the bad things that happened. But I think it's just always a little sad that I'm like, oh, I don't feel like – I mean, I still keep in touch with my couples for sure. But we all – they have their lives that they're starting and flourishing. And it's kind of like, you know, you're with these people for a year, year and a half. And then they're just kind of not there anymore. It's sad. I don't like the new year even like non-wedding related. It's not like – like I'm someone who I will be 38 years old this year. I don't I don't care. I am a lucky duck that age has never bothered me. I I swear it goes back to that book Tuck Everlasting. I don't know if you had to read that in school I did. where they lived forever and mm-hmm. it freaked me out and I'm like I don't want to be on this earth forever. <laughs> Lord, don't let me live on this earth forever. <laughs> but like I I'm just grateful for my life, but the new year bothers me and it's not I don't know if you know this about me, but I pick a new hobby every year to learn. Really? I did not know that. And I Wait, spend the I feel like I do. Like the flour and the, the sourdough bread. bread. The sourdough bread. So coffee and sourdough bread was my thing were my things last year. My husband got me a fancy schmancy espresso machine and I was like, I'm gonna make fancy coffee at home and I did. The sourdough bread kind of like happened upon me accidentally but that became my other thing um like one year I like my nails I learned to do dip nails and gel nails so I didn't have to go to the salon I spent the whole year like learning that one year I refinished furniture that's Um, amazing I did not know all this yeah one year I I, one year I tried calligraphy and I failed because I guess a left-handed people calligraphy is kind of really difficult because we're pushing the pen instead of pulling it like you right-handed people so I failed on that and then in 2020 I was gonna learn how to play piano and I failed on that but like 2020 was a whole I had other things to worry about (laughs) right 2020 was a mixed bag of madness but this year is furniture making, but because I want an ottoman with a puzzle table. That's my goal is to make an ottoman oh, with a cool. pull-out puzzle table. So my dad Ooh. and I are going to do make furniture this year. But I don't like the new year. It just feels so – I don't know how to explain it because I don't mind getting older, but it just feels so final. Like the year is gone. We will I know. Forget. Like we're – it's gone. There's no it's rewriting gone. that story. It's over. <laughs> And it's dun, same, dun, dun. Like, it's whatever happened, with, happened. With couples, like, we spend, like you said, all this time. I know. And then, and then their wedding day comes and goes, and it's like, and I still deal with their photos and their albums and things like that, but, like, I hug my couple's boxes. Like, when I pack all their stuff Aww, up, sometimes I post it on. I give, I give their box a little hug because it, it is final then. I still keep in contact with a lot of them, but some of them I never hear from again, and that's fine. Yeah. It's and just, that's, it's sad, yeah. It's sad. So it's so funny sometimes um, 
my couples want me there all through the night. And some couples are like, no, like it's party time. Like we would rather have you more in the morning and not at night. So my ones that I am at night and I'm literally saying goodbye to them as they leave the event venue, um, I've had so many like literally start to cry. I know. Because they're like, please, like we have to be friends after this. Like mm-hmm. I'm so sad that this is over. And I'm like, don't look at it that way. Look at like oh, right. all this planning that happened and everything was perfect and amazing. And they're just emotional because they had a couple drinks and they just had such a good time. But oh, it's like the heartbreaking part of it because you're like – even like some one of my brides just reached out recently. She's like, we have to go get dinner. And it's like, we want to do that. But I don't sometimes yeah, can make time, time for my mom to have dinner with. Like, yes. it's just the time. Where does it go? I know. And they, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say now. That's okay. That's it's not okay because it was something good. Oh, oh, it was it floated I, back. It, it, it came back. Um, see, I'm already out. Remember what I said about when we're in the thick of wild wedding season and we are tired. We are well-oiled machines. You give us a little bit of time off, and my brain's just like check out. I know. Um, <laughs> A lot of our couples that are married already have told me that, not just our couples, but my couples, they've texted me and said, I know my wedding's over, but I've been listening to your podcast and it's like listening to a friend. Oh, see, that's really sweet. Which I think is really sweet that our couples are listening and following along and like their wedding has come and gone. They don't need this wedding stuff. Maybe they they're do like, for like a sibling oh, yeah. or something. Their sibling, their cousin, they're, they're like, hey, wait a minute. And like, you yes. got to do this. Yes. I think it's honestly a good time just to listen, even for somebody that's not planning a wedding or already had their wedding, because number one, we that aspect that we just said, but that you're like, I'm interested in weddings in general. Like, I love to know what happens. Like, we talk about wedding stories a lot. Yes, we do. And that's not originally where we were going to go with this, but all things Hannah and Ashley, we have a great organized plan. (laughs) But... The chaos steps in and says, not today, friend. Not today. We are the most organized, chaotic people. We really are. It's funny. It really is organized chaos. We still need to name our news stories, but we don't have a fun name. So news stories, tell me your news story. Oh, yes. Wait, I thought you were going to talk about what was up and coming. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. Okay, let me follow up. So we talked back around Thanksgiving about Mm -hmm. a wedding photographer who lost her camera and cards at an airport. As far as I can see, that has never been found. And I don't think that it's going to be found. I I think that there's maybe more to the story. I don't know. I don't know. But the couple did get all dressed up, hair, makeup, glam. She looked fab and they had a shoot at their venue and they did get some quote-unquote so i feel good about that um we also jinxed ourselves immediately after uh, we're sorry jt this is our call i feel so we gave you episode four and in episode four we were talking about cards being stolen and the serial wedding crasher which fun fact was arrested and is back out of jail and crashing more weddings swear I saw her pop back what? up. Yes. Stop it. Yes. When this I crazy t- lady that I kind of want to meet and be like, you're no. terrible. So You're the when, worst. Yeah. So she was in jail, has been released, and was caught again. 
crashing weddings and stealing things. But in that episode four, we said that you had never in your 12 years had anything stolen. And then in the next episode, I ranted and raved about how there's never an excuse to have like cards go missing. (laughs) How dare you lose your Cameron cards? And then literally a week after that at a wedding I was not at, but you were at the videographer's camera, one of five, was stolen out of a back storage room. Yes, where he was told that it would be safe, not by myself. No, he was asked by the venue to move all of the gear back into that room because that the only traffic that was going to go through there was catering staff, which you had said like is the best thing to do. And videographer set up like when I was talking about losing cards, I need to be clear that that was photographers because we have two cards that will record. Video is different. Most cameras will not record video twice. The files are just too big, all the things. So they have one card, but that's why they have multiple cameras. And he is four cameras. Yeah. Yeah. And he has five. And he's when I heard this happen, I was sick because he is the epitome of that was was that the first time you'd met him? Yes, that was the first wedding I've ever done with him. So, he's so nice. He's, he's amazing. He's nice. Man. He's so good. His videos are like no others. Ugh, and he it looks like a movie. He's amazing. Professional. And his system is is that he lays the cameras out because they have different lenses on them and they are ready to go. Like in a moment, whatever is happening, whatever he needs to do, he's got a camera at the go ready to go and he grabs that camera, puts it on a tripod or hand holds it or whatever he does. Boom, ready to go. So he was asked to move his gear into this back room, from what I understand. I wasn't there, and I'm the one telling yes, the story. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was the one in the back room. So the venue is strange because it has obviously a front part of it, but it's like in a museum. So it's kind of like at the end of the museum, and there's no real exit doors, but there's like the front of the venue right. where there's like a balcony that you can walk to or the back of the venue that just has like the catering staff. And a camera came out missing. Oh, it was the word. He's just so sweet. So he came to me and he was like, listen. And I'm like, what? Like, I just literally had a conversation about this. You're ruining my track record. No, I'm just kidding. I'm right. like, I just felt so sad. I was like, JT, I'm so sorry. Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want how you look? He said, I've looked everywhere. Like, it's not here. So the police were on their way for him to file a police report by this time. It was still probably about an hour before the reception was over. And so I just tried to like, let's take, and the venue coordinator was helpful in that, that she made sure the police like they're out in the hallway so they could discuss everything, like they could hear everything. Um, But the venue coordinator was, even though as sweet as she was, she was taking no blame for it. She was like, oh, well, I just, you know, no, you told me you could put, I could put my things back there. Right. We all do it. We listen to the venue coordinators. We're like, oh, this is where the vendors are. Perfect. We'll set all of our stuff down. Let's go. Let's roll. Yeah. And it got me thinking. And I started to panic because I was like, even though I didn't leave my, I don't, I don't leave my cards and things just so you guys were there a Friday. And then I had a wedding Saturday when I was finding out that this happened and the venue was like, we don't like any gear or bags or anything to be out cluttering. So please put everything in this back room, which I would never think anything about, but it was literally their storage room. And the only people that could access that were catering staff, which we don't know who took the stuff, but those were the people that would be going in and out. And then there was an exit door that exited, a fire exit door that exited immediately out to the parking lot. And I'm like, someone could just roll my bag right out that door. And I'd never know because there was a wall and another door that was separating it, closing that off. And it, Yes. It, oh, we learn stuff every year. And now we it have was to so rethink. Sad. Yeah, it was Luckily, so sad. like of all five cameras, he said if, if any of them was going to come up missing, that would – because it didn't have that much on it in his primary just camera. Had wide in his shots. Hands. Yeah. 
Yeah, so follow up. The video was still amazing. Yeah. So unfortunately, Ashley did have her first steal. So as a lesson learned, I feel like we said this in previous episodes, we learn something every Every wedding. Every year, every wedding, we find and we learn something. Mm -hmm. So I actually had a video um, a couple weekends ago say, oh, where can I put my stuff? And I said, I'm not going to tell you where. (laughs) I'm just going to let you know where we're sitting. But yeah. it's your own liability because now I realize that like yeah. this is when insurances get involved. Mm-hmm. This is where liability gets involved. Yep. And just a side note off of this, I'm not so happy about, which I am all about venues. That's why I have good rapport with venues because I want to return mm-hmm. and I want to revisit. But this venue, I'm not particularly like, oh, I'm okay if I never go back just because of the experience of kind of everything. Right. It was beautiful. It was a great wedding. It was perfect. But there mm-hmm. was just like some things. Yeah. It's a vibe. It was that's the vibe. I, that's how I felt about the venue that had me put my stuff in the storage room. It wasn't about putting the stuff in the storage room, but it was like I was an inconvenience for how dare I have a rolling camera bag out where someone might see it. Yeah, like they just rubbed you the wrong way completely. And they had – I don't even need to go into it. It's just there was a vibe that day. And the couple was feeling it too because I never said anything to anyone like this venue owner is breathing down our us vendors' throats. Like anything that we do, we're being watched, we're being told, like we can't do anything right. I never told them that. And they ended up coming to me when the venue owner approached them and they were like, this has been all day. This has been all day. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, and I didn't say, yeah, it's been all day for me too. Uh, No, they don't need to know that. But I was like, wow, not only is it the vendors, they're hovering on the couple too, to the point where the couple is feeling smothered. Yeah, not a venue that I prefer to yeah as sad as this is I think venues think they're like oh they need to be nice to us because they want to return mm, no not there's always. venues that I no. will never go back to it's yeah it's not worth like, it it's, there's I other would... ones that I'm like please yeah I'm like please all the weddings I'll do all of them <laughs> literally I'll cut no I'm not gonna cut my pricing but no I want to be at your wedding day. so I don't like the way they handled it because they actually said in order for you to retain insurance money from this venue it's actually through the couple and you would need to (gasps) potentially like personal insurance and I'm like whoa that venue crossed the line I am like they should have never even mentioned that that was like an option I've never in my in working in venues and hotels that's never been a thing that that is on that is on the hotel that's on the venue whatever wherever it is like if they told you to put that there, they should take some responsibility for that. Yikes. Not the couple. The couple had no idea what was going on. So I was like, whoa, that's terrible that you would they try know to put now, it on the couple. But... They do. But anyways, we'll have him on in a future episode because he, he'll have a lot to say about it. He will. And I love – okay. All right. What do I you, love you, him. I'm you ready. Have... Okay. I'm ready. Me. Sorry. I was caught off guard. Um, actually, we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but this is the actual story that just came out last week. So um, they're attributing this to COVID. So there is going to be an uptick in um, weddings in 2024 and 2025. Yes, I saw because that. Because dating has upticked because there wasn't much dating going on during COVID. Right. That all of a sudden the dating world just like blew up in 2021 mm-hmm. and 2022. And those couples are now mm-hmm. getting engaged. So that's why we will – they're saying 2024, but they're really projecting for 2025 Yes, to be like wild, which is very interesting. Which yes. I, I know COVID affected so many things, but you're thinking, right. oh my goodness, COVID is still right. to this day going to affect. So it said 24 
is for million weddings are projected to happen in this country in 2024 and 2.5 million is supposed to be 2025. Wow. I'm like, wow, which I can feel it. If a coordinator planner is booked already for 2024, that's interesting. In a bad economy. In a bad economy. Yeah. People are figuring it out for somehow, yes, some reason. Somehow. But that So last year, 2023, I had more cancellations where like couples just were not getting married anymore. So That's I so wonder, funny. well, I think it's because they met and started dating in COVID. Times were very different. I'm just, I'm just assuming. And then once life kicked back in, they were like, oh, you know, we don't jive as much as we did in the lockdown days, working from right. home days. Right. Um, and again, bad economy, like money is tight for a lot of people. That's very stressful. It and then you're, you're having, you know, you were getting, you know, a lot of jobs like nurses and stuff were getting overtime, COVID pay, um, things like that. And then you come time due to the wedding and you're like, crap. Took about a yes. whole house. <laughs> well, not a whole house. And again, today's day, they took about a whole car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my goodness i don't even want to get into that the car situation it's like good night i know but yeah that, it'll be interesting to see see what happens because do we think people are getting into the wedding industry as much as i venues are popping up everywhere still too it's so it's so funny i feel like venues and wedding planners and wedding coordinators are popping up i'm not seeing as many new like entertainment, I'm not seeing as much new entertainment DJs, bands, photographers, video. I'm starting to see a little bit more of. Like I'm starting to see new vendors for video. Um, a few, but not a lot. Not a lot, just a few. I'm just noticing it because yeah. there used to be like nothing. It was like one yeah. person. Right. Florists. I don't know what's going on with the florists too. They're popping up everywhere. Like I know so many people in our small area. We went from like one florist and like a couple of the floral shops that did weddings or events. But now I'm seeing a lot more people get into the floral game, which is interesting because COVID kind of really switched that market too. A lot of the floral farms um, were in disarray during COVID and they're still trying to regain speed. So a lot of the florists that I have met that are, that I'm just now meeting, they, I hate the word decorator. I don't know why that, that word I hate. I know. Design, Same. designer, decor designer. 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 Yeah. They're not just show up with a bouquet and a boutonniere in a church piece and a centerpiece for the reception. They are showing up with arches and they're decorating the um, sign that says, welcome to Abby and John's wedding. They're like, I feel like they're, they're doing a lot more than just florals. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah. It's like the signage for my backdrop, the signage yes. for my sign in table or florals for my sign in table, my yes. sign in sign, like my welcome yeah. sign. There's florals everywhere. You have those weddings, but then I'm also getting weddings that are starting to make a turn because I think of the economy where they're cutting is florals and aesthetic and decor more diy more diy and people reaching out to me like hey ashley um i know you're going to do my setup and tear down for the weddings i'm doing setup and tear down they're like Mm -hmm. do you provide these things which sometimes i do like i don't get into like making floral centerpieces Mm -hmm. but i'm fine to put some candles out i'm fine to put some vases out with water throw in some greens in between i do that all the time i actually designed my whole sister's wedding and did all the florals for it i didn't Um, know 
I knew yeah. you designed it. I didn't know you did the florals, though. Speaking of that, uh, fun fact, my couple was going to throw away all of their tool in their uh, pew bows the other day. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're going to put them in the trash? And they said, yeah. I said, can I take those and give them to my planner friend to put in her trunk? <laughs> so they're in, my, they're in my studio on a I chair. love all the things. I take all the things. You never know. You yeah. never know when you're going to Because I was it. like, she's crazy. She carries stuff around in her trunk. She'll use it for something. Don't throw them away. <laughs> a whole ceremony arch. I'm like, Pfft. Here, I got this. And, and see, that's what, like, that's the beauty of vendors who know each other and work together. Like, you're probably going to use those at a wedding I'll never even attend. And I don't care. And my couple was willing to help you. They've never even met you. But yeah, it's, just, it's just a whole circle. It's community. a circle of life. It's the set. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Sometimes your entertainer self just can't help itself. I know. It's um, the Disney in me. It really is. But so what are we going to do? Is this going to be... Uh, I, I like how... Is 2025 going to be like 2021? Because 2021 almost... Almost like, broke us. I almost, <laughs> I almost quit. Like I almost went back to nursing in 2021 during COVID. Like that's... Yeah, that's I actually bad. left... I left event venue life and I, my business was always, I always did weddings with, with my business, but very minimal because I was working at a venue as a venue coordinator. And that's the year that I was like, Mm-mm, I'm done being a venue coordinator. I'm going to go completely on my own. And I don't regret that decision at all, but I changed big time after 2021. 2020. It was like mid 2021 for me. I think that all of 2021 was crazy. But mid-2021 was where, like, we were exhausted, and it continued to drag us down. It did. And it wasn't – it was just, like, it was one thing after another with weddings in 2021. And I had 33 weddings, which was – you had, like, 120-some with the venue you were at. But I had It was 170, yeah. Because some of my 2020 weddings had rolled over into 2021 so there were weekends where i had one friday saturday sunday and like friday would have a problem and saturday would have an issue and sunday would have an issue and by monday i was like i've got three weddings to sort through and i've got two more on fridays (laughs) (laughs) well i hate to be this way but a lot of the issues were from venues they were like oh because of covid and this and Mm -hmm. that they were throwing curveballs at couples and then their couples like were having to call their vendors and be like the venue doesn't allow this or this vendor has COVID now or this family member has COVID. It was just, oh. Like I had a mom and it wasn't, it wasn't just the venues. Like I swear people had lost their minds in 2021 and I commiserate because we were all, but like I had a mom who threw the biggest stink (laughs) during family formals about people standing close. But then at the reception was like bumping and grinding on a dance floor. And I'm like, wait, Wait, What's happening? you just ruined the entire afternoon and caused the biggest stink at your daughter's wedding over family formals and people standing too, too close. close. And now you are literally in the middle of the dance floor with 50 other people, heavy breathing and bumping and grinding. <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> hey, that's annoying. I would be like, excuse it was, me. It was little stuff like that where it was just like, is this real life? And do you remember like, did you have any weddings where there was like a glass fish tank enclosure over the cake because the cake couldn't have air on it? Like looking back at those years was wild. It was. The things that we had to do, especially like cookie tables all individually wrapped. Individually like, wrapped. I silverware couldn't be out. It had to be wrapped in a napkin because the air, air exposure from guests walking past. Silverware. 
I mean, I get why we did it at the time, but looking back almost four years later, it was a wild roller coaster ride. Uh, well, I think about how they're like, anything under 40 and under, you're safe. I actually got COVID from a 40 or 40 and less wedding. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't matter, my friends. One person yeah. has it, you know, like it just was, it just spread like wildfire back then. I felt, I feel. I don't know. We're getting too I far feel, into I this felt, doom and This gloom. is the COVID episode. Uh, <laughs> No, we're not. <laughs> Listen, we we're already, not going back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've already jinxed ourselves with things before. We are not. We're not. We doing are this not again. going okay. back. Okay. So speaking of big groups of people, wedding shows. Yes. So I know, Hannah, you don't really get into wedding shows. You don't well, there, go. So there's photographers do not have a good return on our investment, nor right. do photographers who who have been doing it as long as I have been doing it need to go to wedding shows. So it's not worth me. Which fun fact do you know that some of the wedding shows charge? charge photographers and DJs sometimes double or more our booth space than other vendors because they don't want it to be oversaturated with photographers and DJs. I believe that because mine, I can say, for example, like for the show I do in January, like I only pay 700, the venues pay like 2000, 2500 mm-hmm. and the photographers and video, I think pay from like 1500 to I was going to say 1700 was the last that I, I saw. So they don't really change their pricing. Like uh, wedding shows really haven't – their pricing changed. stays pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I haven't looked in five years, so that tells you it doesn't change much. But it's just not – I did it when I was new, and it was worth it because looking back, the two couples that I booked, I ended up doing their sister's weddings, their friend's weddings. So you do get – like if you're needing – to change your demographic, like you need to suck in a, like another group of people, uh, that would be a great way to do it. But honestly, photographers book maybe one, maybe yes. two. See, I know one of show. our one of our good friends that's a photographer, James Carl. He goes to that same show, and he used to book like ten to twelve at that show. Mm-hmm. Um. But like he said last year, like it wasn't a good return on investment. It was literally like two to three. But he's like, I've just been doing it for so long that like I'm going to do it again. It's part of the routine. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like I'm the same way. Like I just love that show so much that I'm like, eh, you know, it's it's a part of the business. Like I enjoy that. Like I'm going to do one of those things that like I get to meet couples that I'm necessarily not a part of their day. But I get to help them in some way. He has a really great wedding show set up. Like, I feel like my wedding show setup is so unrealistic. And it's like this giant wooden backdrop. And it's so heavy. And it's he has such a great aesthetic in – I don't want to call it easy because it's not easy. But his just – It's very, like, I, classic and classy. Yes. Like, there, it's like a turntable, like, towers where you can look yes. at pictures. His albums are out. Yes. He has, like, a huge sign that says, like, his business name. Yes. He does things very minimalistic, but it's, like, classic. But it still comes out with it. Like, because I remember we did a show a couple years ago, um, and I only did it because the venue asked me to do it. I think you were still there. I was there. That's yeah. why I got sucked. I'm like, why did I agree to that? It was because you I was were like, there. you're going to get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't say no. But that was why I was there for that one. But he was there, and I just remember thinking, like – Oh, I need to revamp my wedding show setup. Like that looked so good, and I just don't want to do it. But that's like that's my point. Just because a vendor isn't at a show, a big show, that doesn't mean they're not good or they're not someone that you should book. But on the oh, flip absolutely side, not, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, they that it, wedding shows are completely just a vendor choice. 
it doesn't really I wouldn't say a lot of vendors like book so much it's more just to get their name out there more or they just love being a part of the what like I do like the and wedding you can, shows you can you can co-market too with other businesses and meet new people and that's where I met a lot of my like friends that I have now was it was it vendor shows but the last time I that show that I did it was funny because you got you you guys mistakenly put us by a very popular DJ that's very chatty like me. <laughs> and what happened was is that him and I were bouncing business off each other. He's a DJ and I'm a photographer. Um it it was funny how it happened, but a lot of our couples came that like, were already booked just like as a meet and greet, which was fine, but then that like we weren't able to talk to other people and I didn't book anything off that, which I didn't expect to, but that's that's kind of why you don't see a lot of photographers. The price of the booth plus I mean Instagram and Google have taken over. Oh, for sure. Instagram and Google have definitely taken over. Which reminds me, I actually have a meeting with um like a I don't even know what you call them, like an internet SEO. Yeah. Expert. Yeah, you need to get in on the SEO. I know. So, sidebar, Plans for Perfection is really growing. It's kind of like it's wild. I never thought I'd be here, but I still currently work full time for a hotel because it's corporate land for me now. Because mm-hmm. um, I, so I have the weekends off, so I stay busy. I'm like busy during the week. I'm busy during the weekends, but I'm getting to a point now where I really don't need my full time gig anymore. Ooh. I know, and I'm like, my husband's like, just do it, and I'm like, <laughs> that's like that the, me with the hospital. Like, I yeah, didn't I'm wanna... like, no, no, not yet. And um, a part of me is like, okay, I'm going to give it a six months at my full time because I really do like it and it's super easy. But it's getting to be too much. Like I want to dedicate my time and energy to what I love, which is like weddings. So yeah, I feel like plans for perfection soon, y'all. It's just going to be weddings only. Like it's weddings and events. No longer will she be having a full time gig. And that's a scary land to to, to venture into. And but if the statistic is correct and weddings are going to pick up, you're going to need some extra time. I'm busy. I'm actually, um, you know this, I'm looking into hiring like a full on mm-hmm. other uh, wedding coordinator just because there's such a need in our area and people like this brand. So I'm going to have to they go like get my DoorDash. D- <laughs> oh, girl, you go get that DoorDash. You get it. So, hey, maybe while you go get your DoorDash, I will tell everybody about what to expect at wedding shows. Since oh, I was- so yeah, that's what we were going to go into. So how do you find wedding shows? Like, yes. how do you know? Because they're not as big as they used to be. It used they're to not. be that to find wedding vendors, you went to wedding shows. Like that, that's how now you get that's not. The, the yellow it's pages. All yeah. So I'm going to go get my DoorDash and you tell them, how do you find wedding shows? And I'll jump right back in. Okay. So essentially how you're going to find wedding shows, they do a lot on digital, obviously, Instagram, Facebook, Uh, Just literally type into your Google search, wedding shows in my area, if you have your Google set to where uh, you live, and it'll be able to show you Hannah's little ding, ding. That's what she, how she gets that notification when you walk in. Anyways, (laughs) you do a Google search in my area, and it's going to pop up all the wedding shows for that year. So usually I tell everyone, type in wedding shows 2024. Also reach out to your vendors. So I actually will reach out to my couples who are coming in the upcoming months or years that I know are still looking for vendors. I get free tickets to whatever show I'm attending, and I will send them information on how to uh, basically enter in to get these free tickets. So you can get free tickets from your vendors um, that are sent from like the wedding show uh, planner. 
Uh, so Google search, Instagram, Facebook, they don't do much on TV, some on the radio. There will be some radio ads um, for wedding shows. One of the bigger, I always say the bigger the show, the better the return. So if it's a like a really small show um, and you can tell that by like Cranberry PA, like it's just a smaller town. Like it's not going to have like a lot of vendors aren't going to travel to Cranberry PA for a show or like. I'm just saying like places in our area, like some will do like Akron, Ohio, like Akron, Ohio is like a bit like a mid-sized city, but it's not like a Columbus. So I always say, um, try to go to the wedding shows as like a vendor that is in your market. So like I do Pittsburgh, sometimes I would do Columbus, but more than anything, I do Pittsburgh. Um, and also it's good for like vendors that are trying to like get in with, um, venues, this is a good time for you to join wedding shows as well because you can meet the venues that are in these areas. So if you're wanting to hit the Columbus market or the Cleveland market, and I'm just talking East Coast, wherever you are, LA, uh, you know, Minneapolis, like wherever you are, whatever market you want to be in, go to those wedding shows and give out those cards like candy and do something fun with it. Like, hey, here's a a chapstick or something like that, that they're going to remember you by, or like a QR code they can just scan and say, Hey, I would just really appreciate if you would, you know, like my page or, you know, reach out to me if you are needing a vendor or adding anyone to your vendor list. Like I'd love to be considered. That's good for the, the vendor side. Um, I say every wedding shows are this, if you already have your vendors, but you're like, Oh, I I still want to go to a wedding show. Like I want all the freebies and the fun stuff. Like do it. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, by the way. Um, She's I was going to – you said freebies as I was sitting here stuffing my face. Hannah's like, Mexican yes, Carnita yes. Bowl. Um, <laughs> listen, guys, I don't do well hangry and I was getting real hangry. So I was <laughs> – She was looking at me with that evil eye like where's my Mexican bowl? <laughs> you said the freebies. So it is a great way to go get freebies. But what – don't expect everyone to have it because I got cheaper and cheaper with my freebies as I was doing wedding shows because you'd have like these little old ladies. They're like widows. They're not getting married. And they come in there with their bags and they're like, what do you have for free? And Did I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Oh, yeah. All the time. I'm like, ma'am, that I have <laughs> actually for my giveaways, I actually do earrings. <gasps> Fun. Yeah. And if it's like a, um, a guy and guy couple, like I have like cute little like – um. It's like, it's the wallet finder. Have you ever seen that before? You can mm-hmm. stick it in your wallet and it dings so you can find it. It's kind of like an Apple AirTag. Oh, fun. You so I don't want to just, oh, that's a smart one too. So like I'm just starting to come up with ideas, but like people yeah. love the earrings that say like bride or miss that's or. Cute. Yeah. And see, the older ladies don't want that. They, they don't want that. No, I once had someone come up to me at a bridal show and ask me if I would photograph their wedding for free. And they said, that's the only reason I'm here. And I'm like, Do you hear no. my silence? <laughs> I would just sit there in silence. I'd be like, like, um. They said, we don't have a budget and we're just looking for vendors who are doing giveaways for like a free service. And I said, no, nah, I don't offer free photography. No. I don't offer really any discount. Um, I might offer something small like you get a free ceremony rehearsal. Like if if you hire me for a full day, six month, like I do uh, full on planning, six month coordination packages and um, day of coordination packages. And I usually will include it with like my full service wedding planning in six mm-hmm. months, not my day of coordination. Like package. I'll offer like an album, a canvas. Like if you book at this show, 
And then I extended it one point, like, if you book, like, within a week of the show. Because I don't want people to feel like they have to book me. Like, a car salesman. I just hate that. Um, I know. Same. But if you book me within seven days and say you were at the show, then you get, like, an album or a canvas. Or I, I used to do all kinds of stuff. And I used to do ChapStick. Um, this had, like, Everybody loves ChapStick. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves ChapStick. I think I did antibacterial at one time. But anyhow, you were talking about, like, if you already have your vendors booked and you're going to the show – yeah, just have a good stuff. time. Yeah, have a good time with your friends and family. Like this is a time just to – you'll maybe see your vendors there. You can reach out to them if they're going to be there. It's just more of anything to have a good time with your family and friends and like have a drink and walk around and be immersed and it will give you ideas. So you'll see DJs that have like all the setup there and bands that have all the setup, caterers. You get to try some food. A lot of couples do not have their cakes and cake vendors are there. They are living there. Um, they are at a lot of the wedding shows, so you can try different cakes. Um, that's always a big question for me. Like, who do I use for my cake? Who do I use for my dessert table? That's a perfect place to find them. Makeup and hair usually are not there. Also, what's really prevalent uh, present at wedding shows are bridal and tuxedo yes. and tuxes. They are very present there. So if you're still like, oh, I just don't know where I want to get my dress. Yes. That's another way to kind of meet the stylists at that mm-hmm. certain boutique for dresses. So it really is just fun. Just because you have your venue and your main vendors, like don't let that deter you from going to a wedding no. show. And another thing you said, you know, you get to meet your vendors and stuff. That's great. But like I said earlier, don't turn your meet and greet into like a consultation. No. Just be like, hey, I'm so glad to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I can't wait. Five minutes or less because they are that. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm schedule that for another time because you're not going to get the best of them either because in their head they're thinking okay there's a line or okay there's a person off to my right that I don't know that like I need to talk to them because maybe they want me and they want me booked like selfishly that is what we're thinking at the wedding shows uh, because that's why we're there so don't be upset if your vendor's like okay well like we'll, we'll square up later like email me like they're not ignoring you they're not blowing you off um it's okay to say hi. True. Definitely say hi. I mean, I love to take selfies with my couples and stuff and like Oh yeah, you know, me too. I um I'm guilty of it too. I offered an incentive for my couples that were already booked to come because I felt like I didn't want to give an incentive to a couple who booked at the show. And then my other couples are like, Well, I would have waited to book had I known I was gonna get, you know, right. like, like I did a, a free print. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said, if you come and visit me, uh, like I will offer you the same incentive because I like to be fair to all my couples. And I think that's kind of why like I had more people that I already had booked than I did. <laughs> I did it to myself. You're like, come to the show to see me. No, that's a that's a good incentive though. I like that. Um, as far as if you don't, if you just got newly engaged, which I love the show I do in January because it is a lot of couples that just got engaged. Also, a lot of venues are there. So you can really kind of get like a mini tour of all of them, like see, meet the people that you'd be planning your wedding with. So that's also a good time to go to wedding shows when you're first engaged. And I always say the ones that are going to have a lot of those venues are like the January, the February, and the March shows. Anything after that, they are heavy busy season. So they're like once April hits, your venues are busy all the way through back to January. So if you're going to hit a show that you're trying to look at everything, it would be either January, February, or March. Um, to kind of see everything. And honestly, I had a lot last year who didn't have their venue booked, didn't have any vendors booked, didn't That's have wild. It was so wild to me. Um, which was great in a way because I was already really booked. So I had people that booked for 20 back then. I was booked mostly for 2024, but I was able to add in the months like November 
or December that I was like kind of slower in. Um, even like a random, I think like July date, because July sometimes doesn't tend to be the busiest um, in wedding season. I was able to um, add from there. So it it really was though. I told everyone like it kind of hurt me. It was great for the venues, mm-hmm. but it kind of hurt in the for the tuxes and the dress right. uh, vendors. Be, but it hurt me because I didn't know where they were having their wedding. Right. Do you think that I've noticed a trend in? People are booking – like, I used to book a year and a half, two years in advance always. Yes. I'm finding that I'm booking more, like, nine to 18 months ahead That's now. Normal. Like, people yeah. are waiting longer. People are waiting. I think they're waiting now. People aren't booking. I have some that book really early, but I'm noticing that trend, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i noticing people are just waiting now. Like, I had one colleague say to me, like, oh, I'm already booking in 2025. I'm like, yeah, I have one for 2025, but I'm not worried. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not worried. I was like, those are going to come, like, in January, February, and March. Like, those are coming at that time of year. Not – I would be shocked if I was getting a lot of inquiries for 2025 right now. Um, Well, it's going to come, like, in the next month or two. Because, I mean, we're a year now from 2025. (laughs) Like, excuse me? it's even great. Like, I'm so excited for the bride that I have in 2025. She's so sweet. And I'm like, man, she's if she's the vibe for 2025, like, I'm right. ready. I'm here for it. My vibe last year, oh, I'm just hoping it carries over to this year. My vibe last year, like, I knew my couple, like, I didn't have any problem couples. Me either. I just, like, yeah. I had great couples. Uh, can that just carry over? Please. Yes. I'm going. putting into reality. It's it's carrying over. It's happening. Oh, make it happen. So <laughs> So that's the vibe of the wedding shows. Some if you don't love like people in your face, like you are gonna have those car salesmen. You're gonna have that, hey, come oh. over to my booth. Oh, I'm not honey. that. I'm literally like <laughs> literally. Come shoot the ball and toss it into the 50, bin. Like 50. Yeah. <laughs> Actually just did a 50-50 raffle at a wedding. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in another episode. It was fun. It was a good time. I actually was presently surprised. It was actually pretty cool. Was um, it for like a what, a honeymoon fund? No, it was just for fun, for funsies. Like, let's do this for fun. Oh. Yeah, it was super. We'll have to talk about it in another episode. Okay. It was a good time. Um, But, yeah, I'm super, like, laid back. I'm just like, congratulations. And, like, they walk past. And, like, that's it. Like, that's all I say. Like, if you want to come over and see what I do, great. If you don't, like, have fun at the wedding show. I find that I find that with photographers, people at the wedding shows really get sticker shock. Yes. And I feel like the trend has even when so what I cost now is like three times what I cost back when I was doing wedding shows consistently because I was new and I needed to get my name out there. I needed to get like you know, on people's radar. And even back then, when I was considered a quote unquote cheap photographer, lower budget, lower end of the budget, um, the people that came to wedding shows were still looking for prices that were like half. So it's that's true. like putting putting your wedding photographer at like $1,000 or less, which there is a there is a market. I don't care what any photographer says. There is room for every everyone. Those $500 photographers, there is room for them. There are people that cannot spend more than $500 on wedding photos. They just can't. Period. Yeah. I always I always am like, the market is never too flooded. We need all the vendors Correct. that we can get. There are a lot of weddings out there. 
But the people that came to bridal shows usually were looking for that market, that, you know, budget line of photographers. So I, and they would flat out tell me that and that's fine. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like my prices are my prices. Cause we've talked about that before. I do not offer discounts or. Yeah. I couldn't afford you for my wedding. I literally was like, Hannah, I love you. I want you to do my <laughs> wedding. I can't afford you. And she started to laugh. And, uh, but it's true. Like I would never be like, Hannah. You got to give me a 50% discount <laughs> and, and again, travel to Deep Creek, Maryland. I still would have said no because we are yes. friends. <laughs> yeah. You'd have been like, no. And I've been like, I I respect that. And I firm friends and family now. And again, firm on no discounts. And third, I respect. I was like, absolutely. absolutely. And yeah. I, under, I understand. Um, and you didn't need a lot of the stuff that I offered. No. I'm, I was so low key. But yeah. it's like so true in that that like – there's never the, – I think when people go to wedding shows, they think discount, discount, discount. Mm-hmm. Not all your vendors are going to give discounts. They're just there to, like, promote their business, and they're not necessarily going to – I wouldn't say red flag. I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say yellow flag, the cautionary flag. To what? If, if someone's offering, like, a 20 to 50% off mm-hmm. or, like, free – Mm-hmm. that's a cautionary flag. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that they're having to offer that kind of discount. Yes, unless they are. Um, I agree with you. 95% of the time, there are some businesses that do, and I don't know what, it, I, I got to get new headphones. These things are driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> there are businesses that jack up their prices and then, discount them to make it appear that they're offering sales and incentives in order to drive customers in kind of like black friday anymore they jack those prices up and then they just decrease them so it looks like a sale price but it's not but it's not um so that's their marketing strategy and they do they do more weddings at a lower price point so like they're making the same amount of money that a vendor that has my marketing strategy because i do less weddings at a higher price point they're doing more weddings at a lower price point but what's the quality you know you know no one will know but i do agree if you see a vendor continually running sales and pushing these cautionary flag yeah, yeah cautionary flag's a good way to say it yeah, because it's not really red. It's more like, ooh, beware. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why are we having to push sales all the time? Why are we pushing those sales? Uh, and I, someone, someone, if you go up to them at a wedding show and you're like, oh, well, I ha- I'm looking at this date, this date, this date, this date. And they're like, I'm available for all of those. Another cautionary flag. <laughs> yeah. That's another cautionary flag. We're getting into these cautionary flags. Why? <laughs> I mean, we have a local we have a local vendor who recently posted these are all the dates I still have available that I really need to fill. And I looked at them and I'm like That's a problem. Those are prime dates. Those yes. are the dates that I continually keep saying, sorry, I'm booked, sorry, I'm booked, sorry, I'm booked, sorry, I'm booked. And you're putting it out there publicly on your business page that these are the dates you need to fill. And it was kind of like a desperation post. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to work. So I'm all about do not air anything. It is, I'm fine if you were like, oh, you want to throw a couple of dates out there? Like, hey, this just opened. Or hey, 
I am very open in the month of July. Yes. Like or, a cancellation. Like you have yes. a wedding that was canceled. And I ask my couples, can I open your date back up? Because then it's public. Yes. That's different. That's different. But like putting out there that you have like multiple dates that are available, it's going to throw up a cautionary flag, not only to vendors, but to to couples. Like, well, why are you so available? Like that's an issue. And some, as sad as this is, relevancy is a very big thing. If you're not staying relevant on social media or you're not being present or you're not staying up to date on like your brand or I don't think you should ever change who you are, but you need to stay relevant as far as like your brand, your business, putting it out there digitally. Yeah. You have to stay relevant these days. Hannah's on mute right now and she has no idea. And I started to talk, and you're like, "No." I was like, "Negative, <laughs> negative, Ghost Rider." I'm still eating. Listen, I don't. I mean, I love to eat. I got What's a buckeye that? brownie today. Like, I should not be eating a buckeye brownie, but here we are. What's that phobia people have when they can hear people chew? I hope I was on mute this whole time. You were. You uh, were on mute the entire okay. time. I didn't hear you chew. And Ashley's having to look at me eat, so I'm gonna have to stop this once we get video going. But. <laughs> Oh my God. What was I? What was I saying? You don't even know because my mic was muted. What were we talking about? (laughs) Oh gosh. Don't ask me to tell you what we were talking about. Um, Oh, staying relevant. Staying relevant. I struggled so hard with making the shift from Facebook because I'm a millennial (laughs) to Instagram and these freaking hashtags. And what else I struggled with, and I've told some of my other vendor friends that are older, um, they're like, we just can't like get this young crowd. And like you said, you have to be relatable. And I struggled for the longest time sharing behind the scenes. And I saw these young new photographers like sharing behind the scenes. And I'm like, when are you taking photos? Like, how are you having time to photograph a wedding? Yes. I don't even have time to eat or go to the bathroom, but Same. you're able to get behind the scenes and post it the day of the wedding, which I still have not figured out. So I had to force myself to figure out how to find time to take behind the scenes, but then I actually post everything the next day. Yeah, I noticed that you do that. I try to do it at night and then it's fresh yeah. when people wake up. I'm so you, – you remember, I turn into a pumpkin. Yes. I, after no, she gets home, there's no I'm posting done. of anything. There's I no. probably shouldn't because I have a lot of errors. <laughs> I'm um, like, that if, word isn't if correct. If I ever post the night of a wedding, you know that it was either such a banging wedding that I like am wound and I am on cloud nine and I cannot like come down off that wedding high or it yes. was a day. It was a day. <laughs> and you're like, I need to l- unleash all of this now. Yeah. So, or I have a wedding the next day sometimes, but still, I usually do it in the morning. But yeah, I post all my stuff the next day because I still haven't figured out how these cool kids are finding the time to do that and still be able to get everything that they need. But I have forced myself to pick up my phone. In some weddings, I feel bad because, like, I just get like a few things. In other weddings, like, I get a ton it's of things. It's true on the same way. Oh, I feel I so feel guilty awful. when I don't. I know. But, like, I'm never going to sacrifice my wedding photography coverage for my Instagram page. No, me either. I'm not. That's when I usually have a vibe and assistant. I'm just like, get me running and doing this. Like, just so people can see anything. But he's like, get ready with me. I'm like, girl, you don't want to get ready with me. I'm sitting there in my moo-moo with my (laughs) hair up. I'm, I'm like, 
drinking coffee. I'm being loud. I'm I'm very outrageous. I'm slapping my makeup on. I'm yelling at my dogs. My husband's like, "What's happening?" I'm like, "You don't want to get ready with me." Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of get ready with me, so I now I'm gonna do it just so people can see. No. Oh, I have a question because I noticed something else recently. And this comes with filters and social media and all the crap that comes with that. I am anti-filter if anyone didn't know. Like I'll do like a subtle like swipe on Instagram because I like the color change of everything. Not necessarily Same, filter. like the background. Yeah, right. like the background of And so that middle. tends to like soften your skin. But I don't do that for my skin. I do that because j- general post and like meshing everything together. But I would – People that show up to wedding shows in full tuxedo, hair and glam, makeup, whatever, you look on their website and they they look fabulous. And then I run into these people on the day of the wedding. I don't even Is it my it. microphone? <laughs> I, know, I started I laughing. I smacked my head in my microphone. I was laughing so hard. I don't understand. Who are you? you? <laughs> what face is that? Is that your face? That's terrible. Yeah. I, that is terrible, but it's true. It is How true. How can you represent yourself with a brand and a certain professionalism and not throw on a pair of shoes and pants that don't have holes in them or brush your hair? Yeah. I've noticed lately, and I'm sure you've seen this, but like it's all the trend now. I had a lot of different photographers this year. And I was excited because I was like, oh, I get to meet a lot of new vendors. They came from like other areas. And I was like, okay. But so many were like, one was wearing like a straight, like super cute, but like not something I consider like you and I are pretty standard. We have like our comfortable shoes, our our nice like you have sometimes like a pantsuit looking type of thing on. Like it's I have a dress a on. It's okay, a sure. It's a romper. It's something like that. We're old. <laughs> a pantsuit. Not Hillary Clinton. No. She, she's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no, but she was wearing like this cute like American Eagle, like a flared top, convert high high rise or I see I don't even know platform converses and I was like the cutest vibe but like I can't do that for some reason I would look like I am not me if I wore that but it wasn't just one it was multiple that are like rocking this like yeah so cute but like I can't do it is it like those black like almost like army looking boots but they're yes yes. yeah it's like a big platform so a few things with that we are pushing 40 so we are definitely not trendy, fashionable <laughs> vendors, but our young butt couples, <laughs> you know, our young couples probably think we're more motherly, probably. I don't know. They think we're fun. I don't know. They <laughs> think I'm their mom. Oh, no, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But I think that that's part of it. But also my biggest question with these outfits are. When they are standing in the middle of the aisle during the quiet, intimate ceremony, are the guests looking at them? Or are the guests looking at... Correct. The couple. The couple. So this is where I had kind of an issue that I was like, okay, like, what... Oh, I'm trying to get Pasha in this because it's funny, y'all. She's trying to get in the microphone. Um, I know, literally. So... This is where I had the issue, though, Hannah, because I was like, are they looking at the couple? Are they looking at the photographer? Because she was attractive. And I was even like, whoa, like, I need to work out more. I got to eat better. (gasps) Is this the wedding I heard from another vendor where the photographer kept squatting down and her underwear were showing? Nope, this wasn't it. Oh. But 
they, like they were just very both like the two they were two different photographers they actually know each other so I was laughing about this I recently found out about this mm. and I was like their vibe just matches each other but I was like it's nothing against them they did a great job but like I was so distracted because I was like I don't know it was just not I feel like you need to blend it's all about blending that's where I like wear all black and nothing flashy like you, you will never see me in anything flashy right and that's why I struggle with tops because a lot of women's tops have like a V-neck, but uh-huh. I spend the whole day bending over, fixing a train, fixing a dress, tying a shoe, uh, putting a bouquet on the ground. Like sometimes we lay on the ground for a certain shot and I'm so mm-hmm. self-conscious about like my shirt coming down and showing the yes. goods when I shouldn't be. Yes. So it's hard for me to find shirts and rompers and things like that, that like even when I bend over, my top's not coming. Like I don't have to hold it. When I bend, if that makes sense, like whenever I bend over, but a lot of women's tops are not cut for, so it's hard. I get it. It's hard. So I actually am changing my whole wardrobe for this year because I notice even though my dresses are hitting below my knees, when I'm like, be- and I wear shorts, like I wear so shorts, I. yeah. So like you can't even see anything. But in some of the pictures, like I've noticed even your galleries, like other photographers, I'm like, wait a minute, like I feel like you can almost see. Yeah. Like, even though I have shorts on, so I'm like, I'm wearing longer dresses now because I just don't want any kind of anything, even the back of my you. leg. Yeah, I've you would tell me. That. I would tell you professionally and quietly and secretly, but I've never honestly seen you wear anything that I was like, oh, she's showing some leg today. Yeah, like I keep it pretty conservative, but even then I feel like I need to be more mobile. Like I need to be able to like, yeah, I, I'm on the floor sometimes for sure. I recently made a sh- – it was last year that I made a shift more to pants and tops and rompers. The romper was really hard for me. It took me a long time to to be comfortable with it. And I don't even – I don't know. You would tell me, right? Oh, no. You look nice. Like, that's um, what I'm saying. You, like, have a nice presence and, like, you I look just, professional. But I have switched more to pants and tops. Mm-hmm. And I would love – I would love to move to, like, the sneaker boot. Like, how do we do that? I'm so sick of dress flats. I know. I know. I, I would tired. love to wear those platform converses or the converses. Like, I just don't know how I fit that into my professional look. Like, I just don't know how you do it. I'm going to post a, a um, what are those called? Survey on our Instagram. Everyone go over to our Instagram. Um, I'm going to post whatever day this is going to air. January. I don't know. I'm going to post a survey and see what people think about how much their vendors attire matters. We might just be old ladies about this. It might not matter to the couple at all. I know. We actually need to ask them this. Like, what? how do you want your vendors to dress? Like, does it affect your day? I'm writing it down. If you can hear my pen. Because uh, I know I have had, and it hasn't happened in a couple of years, but I have had couples that have asked me, like, how do you dress on a wedding day? And I would love to know what sparked that question. Like, what experience did they have that would make them think? And I have no issue answering it because what I show up to in a wedding show is pretty much what I'm going to – I mean, my wedding show outfit is slightly fancier, and that's only because it's restrictive in the arms and at a wedding show. I don't need to be lifting my arms 1,000 times a day, and on a wedding day, I need to be lifting my arms 1,000 times a day. So, like, there's, like, certain material and stuff that I can't wear because I just have to be able to move. Same with jackets and sweaters. Like, you'll see me ditch a jacket and a sweater so fast because my arms need to be able to move. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I'm a little flashier at wedding shows, I think, but I still keep it pretty – Consistent. Consistent. Because I'm like, this is kind of my brand. 
Maybe I need to contact a stylist. Like, help me be comfortable but still look kind of like on trend. How do I – because I can't do that on my own. I did, have you ever done Stitch Fix? Oh, I have. Yeah. They they would be good for that for yeah. this. I've, I've, I don't do it every month, but I do it like every three months. And I do get some trendy stylish stuff. And I also have an 11-year-old now who reminds me every day that my attire is very mom and that I need to – She's like, hi, mom. You look like a mom. <laughs> but it's funny because then she goes into my closet and steals stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh look how the but tables have turned. Yes. Yeah. So, so I was laughing when you said, okay, so this younger generation, like how do we get – to that. So I actually have couples that a lot of my couples are like late 20s, early 30s. Like I feel like that's been the trend. So like, and I really don't ask age. So sometimes I don't even know because it does not bother me. I don't care what the age is. But I happen to know that one of my couples I actually just did a design meeting with them. She is a senior in college. So she is like a oh, true. That's when I got married. I was 22. Yeah. She is a true Gen Zer, and I adore her. But I feel that like mother vibe, like See? I feel like little babe, like she's so like just so cute and like lo- so excited to plan her wedding, but like has no idea. But the difference in generations, I'm telling you, it's wild. We were doing her design meeting, and like when they, I feel like when she didn't like something, she said nothing. So then I had to like get uh... pick up on that. I had to be like, oh, she doesn't like that because she's like said nothing. And then when I brought out something, she's like, yeah. Aww. And that was like it. That was it. It was just like a, yeah. And I I'm like think- laughing because I'm like, I think that's Gen Z. And I think it's because we don't work with them as often yet because they're still yeah. like young and like not getting married as often. And I'm like, they're very minimal words. But when they like something, right. you can tell automatically. Like, I'm so excited to plan her wedding because she's like straight up. She's like, yeah, no, like just yeah. not even no, just like nothing. I think like, it, it was to be in your twenties too. Yeah, like, I feel like I didn't speak up as much in my twenties as I do in my thirties. Like now, oh, I'm just for like, sure. you know, this is how I feel, and I've been around the block a time or two. <laughs> right, right. She like needs to see it too, so she wants to see like all the things. Yes, they are very visual people because they've had electronics and stuff to see things and search things their whole lives. Right. It makes so much sense. But I had the best time planning with her. Like, I literally told her, I said, girl, I had the best time planning with you. Like, it was such a different experience. And she was loving so many things that, like, usually would have been, like, a taboo previously. Like, everything super muted. Not a lot of design. Like, she loves, like, a floral plate. And I'm like, what? Like, this is awesome. Like, I love this. floral plate? Yeah, it has, like, flowers all over it. Very, like, a statement. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. I know. So I I feel like it, that's what's going to be happening. Before it was like best friend vibe. And now it, I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I'm getting older. Like now it's turning into. Said, we're motherly figures now. We're turning into like motherly. So we've got to kind of be in the in-between, I feel. How long do you think we can maintain that? Because I know a lot of our uh, DJ friends were like, we're going to get to a point where we're too old. And they're going to be like, <laughs> we don't want this old dude DJ in our wedding. <laughs> I don't think it matters as long as you provide no. a good service. Yeah, it doesn't matter your age at all. I think it really depends on your vibe and how you right how you present yourself. I you have a young looking face, and I feel like oh, I do thank too. You. We we're young young face. <laughs> like I literally did the Disney Junior show, so like in my, all the way up through my like mid thirties. So like I obviously looked young enough right. to continue that, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That's pretty crazy to think about. Like, when will we? Yeah. 
phase out of like I don't know the average wedding photographer lasts 10 years and that's me now and I'm not ready to bow out so so that has nothing to do with age it's just you're tired See, I would say – so I, the one of the oldest coordinators that I know is like in her early 50s, and I feel like it's finally – Is it one that I would know? Uh, because there's one locally who told me one time, you don't need to worry about my timeline because my husband is a photographer, so I know what you need. It's her for sure. Uh, that one, and there's another one in Pittsburgh that just – yeah, they're just really set in their ways where I think like Rubbed that. It went the m- wrong way. I was not asking for anything. Right. And guess what? I'm going to be a petty Betty for a second. Be a petty Betty. I love petty Betty sometimes. I knew her timeline was not going to work. And she gave me that sassiness and told me that she knew what I needed. So I threw the bride in my car and made it to the church on time. And the bridal party was 20 minutes late. Boom. I saw it happening. I knew what's going to happen. Yeah, not the biggest fan of vendors that do that. Any, especially coordinators or planners that do that, they try to control Ugh. everything, and they think they are the end all be all. I'm all like, give me all the, yeah. you tell me what you think. What are you thinking? Let's jive. Let's roll yes. with it together. Like, what's happening? Hannah and I all the time are texting each other on the day. Like, I'm like, what's going on down there? She's like, well, <laughs> things aren't good. Hair and makeup's <laughs> running late. And I'm like, well, we're gonna roll with it. She's like, hey, can you let the guys know I'm gonna be late? <laughs> do you know what? Yep. Like- so, so again, like we've never hung out outside of a no. wedding situation, and like that's. But remember, remember last year, right after we had done our episode where we said no to our runners, the next wedding I did had an hour runner, and, and I knew I that do? couple. Yeah, the first thing I did was take a picture of the hour runner, and I'm on my phone in the back, like we weren't doing anything. We were waiting for the ceremony to start, and I, I, all I did was just send Ashley a picture of the hour runner, and I get back, no. <laughs> It Wait. was already, yes, it was already yeah. wrinkled. And then guess what we ended up doing? Once I went to the front, then the coordinator at the back kept tugging it. So then the front would get wrinkled and then I would tug it. So it was a hot mess express, basically. And they hadn't even walked on it yet. I can't. So one of our couples that we have coming, Hannah, we're together. It's in September next year. Um, we are in 2020. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, girl, you got to give me a minute. You know, I, I'm in 2025 <laughs> We're actually. Like a weekend. We're a weekend. Okay. Carry on. Um, she told me, she's like, I'm thinking about an owl runner. And I was like, <gasps> she was like, and I was like, she's like, I listened to your and Hannah's episode. And I just, I, I know, I know I shouldn't like, and I'm like, I'm just going to give you all the facts. And then Hannah's going to have to say something. And she's like, you're right. And I'm like, I just think it's you have a very classic look right now. That's gonna make it look super money. And I was like, messy. if you're gonna do it, it's messy. Get the carpet. Gonna, she better get the seven hundred dollar carpet. I said, just get the carpet. Is she gonna yeah. do it? I I'm not sure yet. I think she's okay. still thinking about it. Report back. But yeah, we text each other the wedding days. <laughs> like like the, the one wedding you had, you were like, the photographer doesn't have a car. I'm like, what? <laughs> I texted Hannah. It was was early because she had a wedding. I thought she was at the venue I was because this venue has like three different and she said she had a wedding and I was like, oh, maybe she's up at the other venue. So I text her and she said, oh, no, no, I'm like in PA. And I was like, oh, no. And I was like, she's like, well, how's your day going? And I said, well, my photographer just told me she's bringing her whole family with her and she doesn't have a car. And she was like, oh, no. (laughs) What ended up happening with that, though? 
Because you never followed up. I mean, we got, again, professionalism. This was beginning of the day, and once we got into the day, yes. we were done. We're busy. Like, yeah, we can't talk. So I, whatever ended up It was up actually a really carefree, stress-free wedding for me. It was so nice. The couple That's was good. amazing. So flexible, which is good that they were because the photographer, she actually looked at me after the ceremony, and she goes, I don't have a shot list. Do you have it? This is another one of these. And I looked at her and I said, no, ma'am, I do not have a shot list because I'm not the photographer. So then the groom goes, here, Ashley, we wrote down a list. So I literally had to call people out. Like the couple looked at me and said, hey, um, where were you headed now? Well, I was headed to the reception because I need to make sure everything is good there and like finish details. Well, I had to stop what I was doing and stay at the ceremony venue and call out family names, which once again, it's fine. There was a huge break in between ceremony because it was a Catholic ceremony mm-hmm. starting at like one. So we had plenty of time, but it was still stressful because I had to be like, all right, are you good now? And then she looks at me and she goes, I don't remember. I don't have a car. And I'm like, well, how are you getting to the venue to do shots with them around the park? Cause they were at a park Did setting. Did her family have the car? I guess so. But literally the bride and groom had to drive her around. Okay, so I'm one to drive my bride and groom around a lot. But but, never have I ever. Yeah. But you know what? I think I'm working way too hard at the weddings that we do together. I don't think that I'm going to be doing a shot list anymore, and I'm definitely not going to be yelling people out. That is your job from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if I tried? I didn't get your shot list. (laughs) Can you imagine if I. Let let me explain to you what a. I mean, you know, but let me explain to all you listeners what a psychopath I am about shot lists so i had one of my assistants carrie she moved about two hours away from here so what she used to do every wedding with me um Mm -hmm. and she was with me in the beginning when we like really developed the brand and the the way we were going to do things and now she only does weddings like once or twice a year when i do uh north weddings that are close to her home so we did a wedding last fall and we had another girl with us that was training and um, I've I've gotten more like I don't want to say I've got more lax on family formals, but I tend to like add things in here and there, like as I see it happen. Like if mom and dad are still together and like very much in love, I'll be like, oh hey, do you guys want a picture of just the two of you? And I heard the papers like rustling, like I could hear it like shoo, 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 and then back and forth, back and forth. And I look over and Carrie's just like madly like flipping the pages. And she looks stressed, and I'm like. Carrie, what's wrong? She's like, it's not, it's not on the list. It's wait, wait, cause, cause I, I want everything <laughs> losing her mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, she knows from years past that I want everything checked off and I want everything right. And like, she was so panicked because I had gone off script, and she I, was like, this cannot happen. She's like, we're I missing. See, I don't. What is she doing? And I'm like, it's not that serious anymore. She's like, gone I, rogue. <laughs> yeah. So that's how serious I'm about. But seriously, like, I think that like from now on, like. You need, we need to be more flex. Yeah, we need to you be. You could flexible. just read them off for me. I mean, I would, I would end up taking and be like, "You can go, whatever you need to do at cocktail hour." Like, I appreciate your help, but like, I have a. Can you imagine me how. being like Hannah? Move! I have the shot list. Like, you'd be like, "Who is this? Get out of here!" Like, this is my show, girl. Who hired Get out of my planner? rodeo? This is just like all the other planners. <laughs> yeah, so it was so interesting. So, needless to say, it all worked out. Her her photos were actually very good. I saw some of the. The, she caught some great lighting. She caught perfect daylight savings. That's all that matters. Sunset That's lighting. That's all that so matters. Like, all that matters. So the couple was happy. But she had me sweating in the beginning. I was like, this is not going to be good. But yeah, their day was literally perfect. 
I was like, oh boy. Yeah, oh, like boy. it was literally perfect. So I can't ask for anything more. No. No. Okay, so Q&A, I have one for you. Yay. Do you recommend that people sign contracts at wedding shows and get locked in, or do you think that they should wait? Wait. You have a lot of, you have a lot of high energy and, like, a lot of, like, feelings and emotions mm-hmm. at wedding shows. So my recommendation is to have them – if you don't have a contract sent already, to have them send you a contract and then – Y'all, it's the digital world. Everything is done with a digital signature yeah. now. Do not expect a meet and greet for a signed contract. Even with a venue, the venue is going to be like, huh? Um, usually everything is DocuSign or PDF scanner sign. Yep. Um, and your first deposit is usually digital as well. It's credit yep. card. If it's check, it's in the mail. Like, yep. And cash is rarely used. Um, so – yeah, I I would wait just so you can take time to read over the contract. Unless you've had that contract for like a couple of weeks and you want to turn it in and you have no questions. Yeah. At that wedding show and you wanted for to some reason give right. cash, then I think that's completely fine, but you have had to have had time to read that contract. Yeah, and I feel like I just went through a whole thing of redoing all my contracts. Oh, every year I have to add stuff to my car. It gets longer and longer every year. I do take a few things out, though. I I, I preached about vendor meals and it not being in my contract, and then guess what? You did it. It's still – no, I didn't put it in there. I was saying Uh, it's not in my contract. It's very much in there. (laughs) I didn't even know. Hannah's like, I don't care about my meal. And then she's like, it's right there in bold. (laughs) I I have an attorney that does that stuff now. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I trust – I shouldn't, I guess. I don't know. I trust him. I'm just like – he threw it in my – I pulled it back out. So I think – I don't know. I'm going to get back with him. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. Are we – do you have anything else to add? No, I think that was that was a good I liked that episode. Yeah, that was a good episode. We even went long. You can tell when we like stuff. All right. You've I know. been listening to another episode of What in the Wedding. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you'll get updates when we release new episodes. And leave us all those stars. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or you can just email us at what in the wedding at gmail.com. That's just one word with your thoughts and all your questions. See you next time. Bye. Bye.